Here we go. It's Friday. Yeah. It's Friday. Friday, February 1st, 2019. Yeah, it is. And this is episode 320. What am I doing? Why am I trying to sing? (laughs) What's going on? Glad you made it. All right. Thank you. (laughs) How's it going? Five degrees here in upstate New York, right in the lake shores of Lake Ontario and fine city of Oswego, New York. Feels like negative 14. Highs are only going to be about 16 degrees. That's Fahrenheit. Winds are coming out of the west. Southwest, excuse me, at 15 miles per hour. Does it matter? I don't know. Maybe it does. Maybe you really, you tune in just for that, don't you? Just for the weather. Probably not. What was I doing playing Sanford and Son? Oh, man, that was a great show. I, I, I loved Sanford and Son. That's my ringtone on my phone. I have plenty of groovy ringtones, I think, that are fun. I got... Uh, some new ringtones just the other day for free, which I feel like they're free. They were free. They took time. It took time to get them. I'm not promoting gambling or anything like that, but I did find an app that's called Lucky Day. I found it in the app store and it's virtual scratch off tickets. And I don't buy scratch off tickets in real life. I don't gamble. I don't like to gamble or anything like that. I, I'm the type of guy that I lose five bucks out of my wallet. I'm bumming out, you know, so I've just never really been a gambling type guy, but this is a time killer game. And it was just kind of like, ah, I saw that you could get real money, you know, real money, not just virtual money. And they pay through your PayPal, but you have to win at least $10. And right now I'm up to $8 and 25 cents. And at $10, you can cash out but as you're playing, not only can you win real money from them, you win virtual points. And I got up to 5,500,000 points is what you needed to get a $5 iTunes gift card. And so I said to my wife, I'm like, you know, this, and, oh, and it's not as simple as just you go and do these little scratch offs that are virtual scratch offs. After you do about four of them, you, there's a 30-second commercial. And so it's just like, why am I even doing this? Why am I doing this time-killer game? But everybody has their phone with them nowadays, and they're wasting time. Maybe And you all bring them into the bathroom. You know you do. So when you're sitting in the bathroom or something, doing it like that, and uh, just got the virtual money. So I got that, and um, want to hear want to hear a couple of my other ones? That I got, I thought it was kind of neat. I got this one. Ah, relaxing. Do you know who that is? It sounds familiar, right? It's a very familiar sounding song. It's Frederick Chopin. I like Chopin. He was, uh, he's from Poland. I have a listener from Poland, Marcin Stanklik. So how are you doing out there, Marcin? If you're listening from Poland, great to have you here. It's great to have all of you here. I'm glad that you're here. We've got a lot to do, a lot to talk about today. So stick on. Bye. When we come back, we'll dive right into it. I'll be back.
Welcome back. Glad you're back. It's our attitude toward life that determines life's attitude toward us. We get back what we put out. Earl Nightingale. I might have shared that quote before here on the podcast. I know that I have shared Earl Nightingale quotes before. So if I've done it once before, I apologize. But I, you know, I've had a lot of, I take show notes Brief ones, just uh, little hot topics of things I want to talk about. And this is episode 320, so I've had quite a few of them. So I might have said this quote, it's our attitude toward life that determines life's attitude toward us. We get back what we put out by Earl Nightingale, maybe before, but I do have a quote uh, app. I got a lot of apps, huh? But I have a quote app and it helps me figure out what quote I want to use when I come out and talk to you guys and I like to share positive reinforcement ideas. I like to also share hmm, random things and I like to learn. So I want to learn today. If you'd like to learn with me, here we go. Well, maybe that's why you stop over. So thank you. Can I get a sip of my coffee? Do you mind if I do that? Oh, it's delicious. You know what kind of creamer I got in it? Peeps. Yeah, you heard me, peeps. <laughs> you know those little marshmallow chicks, those Easter candy treats? My wife came home with coffee creamer that is peep flavored, and it's delicious. It tastes like peeps, marshmallows. Who doesn't like I love marshmallows. Anyways, did you know marshmallows are from the marshmallow plant? That's not our random fact today, but yeah, they're, they're not anymore, but back in the day they were... Only the Egyptian hierarchy pharaohs and everything could eat it. And it was made with this marshmallow plant. And it took a long process and rolled in honey and nuts and stuff like that. It became a lot different. All right. So we're going to learn today. And this one, I don't, <laughs> I don't agree with this one. I, I just don't, I don't agree with this one. I don't know. <laughs> Why does it not work when you tickle yourself? Huh. Studies at the... Okay. <laughs> How are they supposed to concentrate? Why does it not work when you tickle yourself? Well, I can tickle myself. So that's why I don't believe this study. But studies at the University College of London have shown that the cerebellum can predict sensation when your own movement causes them, but not when someone else does. When you try to tickle yourself, the cerebellum predicts the sensation, and this prediction is used to cancel the response of the brain areas to the tickle. Well, there's something wrong with my cerebellum then. Must be, because I can tickle myself and I cannot stand being tickled. I hate it. I I just, oh, it makes me angry. I don't like it. I don't like that feeling of losing control, I guess, of uh, when I do get tickled. I can't even, like if my wife will barely rub my back, uh, just kind of like if she's, if, if I know she's going to rub it and everything like that, my cerebellum must be working and it doesn't tickle me. But like if she kind of out of the blue goes to rub my back or touches me, I just, I'll, I'll jump like somebody 
came out and startled you, and I'll jump. And uh, so, yeah, I, I can't stand being tickled. I had a lot of laughs. So yesterday I did a podcast with a guy by the name of Radio Mylar, and he's got a podcast. He's called in before. You've heard him if you if you're tuned into the show quite a bit. He's got a podcast by Oh What a Glorious Morning is the name of it. And it was fun. We talked about 45 minutes about everything. And it was a good time. So I encourage you to go over to, if you want to hear what Radio Mylar and I talked about, head on over and find, oh, what a glorious morning, anywhere podcasts can be found. And it will be his uh, latest episode. I think episode 26, if I'm not mistaken, because the last episode I listened to his was episode 25. So if he puts it out, it'll be... It'll be groovy, and I plan on having him on our show. I had some technical difficulties with um, Anchor yesterday, and I've never had the problem. They had an update, and I put the update in, but they uh, the Colin with Friends feature for me was not working properly, and I deleted the app and downloaded it again, and it still wasn't working, and he was able to call me fine, and the whole call went fine, and there was no drops either in it. So it was fun. Speaking of calls, let me open up the lines. I got some phone calls from you guys. I'd like to hear from you. Before I do that, let's head on over to the History Channel's website, though. So stick around. We'll be right back. How's it going? You're back. Awesome. Another one of my free ringtones. Free, I say free, it did take me time. But this brings me back to the 80s. Don't you think of the 80s right now? Totally. Oh yeah, by Yellow. All right, let's open up the History Channel's website. Find out what happened this day of history. On this day, 1884, the first portion of the Oxford English Dictionary, considered the most comprehensive and accurate dictionary of the English language, is published. Today, the OED, as it's called the Oxford English Dictionary, is the definitive authority on the meaning, pronunciation, and history of over a half a million words past and present. It's really interesting when uh, the whole article tells just some real interesting facts about it. One of the ones that I thought was really interesting was when the plans were thought of, they conceived that it would be a uh, four-volume, 6,400-page work, and it was estimated it would take 10 years to finish. Well, in t- in a decade, they were up to ant. Yeah, the word ant. So it took over 40 years after that until the 125th and final edition was published in April 1928. Isn't that crazy? Words are fun. We'll, we'll do our word of the day, too. I think words are fun. What else do we have that happened on this day in history? 1790, the first session of the U.S. Supreme Court takes place in uh, New York City building on Broad Street. Royal Exchange building. I remember this one, and we talked about this just recently on my podcast, and this is a sad one. 
On this day, 2003, after ordering the national flags to fly at half-staff, President George W. Bush solemnly addresses the public via live television in the wake of the explosion of the space shuttle Columbia. Columbia tragically exploded on re-entry, killing all the astronauts. And we had talked about the Challenger and about how I remember seeing that live on TV. I was homesick as a kid, and millions watched that live anyways. That was a sad, sad day in our history. Sometimes when I head on over to the History Channel's website, it can be solemn. And that was one of the ones that I do remember was was pretty sad. Here's one that's been in the news lately, Ted Bundy. He's been really in the news. I, Netflix has got some movie about him or something. And on this day in 1974, serial killer Ted Bundy strikes again. He was, he was something, wasn't he? He had that, the looks, the good looks and the charm, and he was able to just use some subterfuge. 2004, the subterfuge, that was one of our words of the day, so I was able to use that, and I get a couple points for that. 2004, Ford GT makes its TV safe Super Bowl, <laughs> Super Bowl? No, the Super Bowl ad. Speaking of Super Bowl, it's coming up. I'm not really into it this year. I'm so sick of watching the Patriots in it. I am definitely not a fan of the Patriots. I am a Buffalo Bills fan, lifelong Bills fan. That's the only team I've ever liked. They've let me down many, many times, but they're the only ones I follow, so I'm not really into it. But on this day, the 4GT debuts. I remember back in another life, back in my other life, I was in sales, and I remember a local dealership having a 4GT in their showroom, and the guy that bought it had a, a special garage made for his GT that was all climate-controlled and the dealership, when it when they sold the car to this guy, the owner of this dealership went to all his employees, and I think he had about 30 employees, and gave them all a $1,000 cash bonus right in their hand from the mechanic to the housekeeping, you know, the people that kept the dealership clean, salesmen, everybody. Everybody got a little piece of that car. So that was really... Nice of our uh, local businessman to do something like that. So cool. That was fun. We we went over to the History Channel's website, learned a little bit. Somber, other things, fun. And now I would like to share what the word of the day is. I'm curious. I have not opened up the app myself. So I'm going to be learning it with you together. Are you ready? Here we go. Ritzy. Oh, Ritzy. That's, we've heard that. I use that word ritzy quite a bit, actually. Expensively stylish. Here's an example. If you blew your holiday shopping and entertainment budget, skip toasting the new year with expensive champagne at an overpriced party or ritzy restaurant. Ritzy. Ritzy. Hey, let's hear from you guys. I'll be right back. You can be a part of the show, too. If you want to contact me, just like our callers did. If you're using the Anchor app, that's super easy. But if you are using another podcast provider, such as my awesome sponsor, Pocket Cast, you can be a part of the show too. Just go to my website, wloap.com, 
you'll see a little phone icon button. You can hit that. It'll go to my phone and then go to voicemail. And you can leave a voice message. Be a part of the show. That'd be great. All right, stick around. We'll be right back. So the reason why I knew Dan Aykroyd was the comedian in We Are the World was because my parents bought the 45, the single, the record, and on the sleeve, the very first name listed of all the, the mega stars on that record, the very first star was Dan Aykroyd. And I always wondered, why is Dan Aykroyd on this? Yes, he's a blues brother, but he's, he doesn't really fit into this mix of, of mega stars. Uh, so I always wondered that, but just only a few years ago, I think he did an interview and, uh, in a magazine and he revealed why that happened, but I always thought, thought was weirded out by that, that, that sleeve on, on the cover of we are of the world, that little 45, why is Dan Eck right on there? Hey, welcome back. And thank you, KMC. It's great to hear from you again. And KMC participated in episode uh, 318, I believe it was, one of our history things was it was the anniversary of the song We Are the World that came out in 1985. And I had a little fun fact, and I said to you all, if you knew who the comedian was that was on We Are the World, give me a buzz and let me know who it was. And KMC knew instantly. He knew who it was because of what he had just told you of his memories that his parents had got that 45 single. And I remember sleeves and records meant something way back in the day. And that brought back a memory and it sparked a memory for me because I had quite a few vinyl albums. I still have my vinyl albums um, sitting down in my basement right now, which is not a good place to have them for climate control or anything. But uh, the, the jackets were cool, you know, and uh, the artwork that were on them. And I remember one thing that was really uh, totally different than We Are The World. But the um, Cheech and Chung's album had that huge, giant rolling paper that came in their album. So uh, you could roll yourself a big, big fat one. All right, KMC, thank you so much for giving us a buzz and letting us know how you knew that Dan Aykroyd was the comedian in We Are the World. We have another phone call. I'm opening up the lines right now, so stick around. We'll be right back. Hi Patrick, Steve again, and it's a random world. That is so weird. I was just listening to your episode 318 when you mentioned about We Are The World, and it's so strange that, well, one, it's one of my all-time favourite songs, but also the fact that I mentioned it on one of my podcasts the other day, I played a little bit of it, and it was coming up the anniversary. I never even knew that. That's such a weird coincidence. <laughs> anyway, I just thought I'd mention that strange little thing. Anyway, so take care and speak to you soon. Life is very, very strange. Isn't it funny how the universe works, Steve? That's Steve Wright, my friend, from a podcast of It's a Random World. Find his podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. Same as KMC. Any, a lot of my callers, you guys are creatives yourself and you make podcasts and it's fun. Podcasting can be a lot of fun and it can bring us all together just like it just did with our tie-in. The three of us have our like little We Are The World tie-in and how fun is that? 
this was a fun show. I do appreciate your guys' time. Make sure you do your best today to stay curious and not judgmental the best you can. And make this February 1st count. Make today count. There's never going to be February 1st, 2019 again. And it's hard to believe it's already February 1st. This 2019 is really starting to fly by. And I have positive feelings towards towards it this year. And it brings me to our quote that I want to share one last time. Remember, try to remember, it's our attitude towards life that determines life's attitude toward us. We get back what we put out. Earl Nightingale. Give me a buzz. I would love to hear from you guys. Be a part of the show. Please reach out to me. I can't do this without you guys, and it helps. Well, I can. I can do it without you, but it's so much more fun when I hear from you guys and I'm able to share your phone calls, hear from where you're calling from, what part of the world that you're in. It's amazing to me at times to realize that we live on a planet is actually throughout this planet that there's people from the kingdom of Bahrain to Poland to Ireland to right here in America that listen to We Live on a Planet, and it's flattering, and I am humbled by it, and I'm just lucky to be able to share a little bit of my slice of life of what's going on in my little neck of the woods here in upstate New York in the city of Oswego, New York. So thank you for stopping by. Tell a friend, please. That also helps too. And you know, you can support the show if you'd like. It's really easy to do. When you head on over to my website, WLOAP.com, there's a link there that will tell you how to support the show. For as little as 99 cents a month, you can support me here at We Live on the Planet to help keep the lights on. You can cancel at any time. There's no obligation. That's like $12 a year. Maybe I'm worth that time to you. I hope so. Thank you. I'll talk to you guys real soon. Peace, my friends.